Out with the ball, Barishovic to strike! Oh, oh, what a goal! Get out of here! That is outrageous! Stop! Carl Barishovic! Get around it! Writes his name in Preston folklore! It's the winner! What a great goal by Kukuleski! The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen! The Preston Lions are the Premiership champions! He's in the box, back for Cole, Cole square, here's a chance for Smith, Smith, yes, it's there. Spink, Cole, Smith, Smith doing the damage, 1-0. I want Welcome along. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lions Den, the official Preston Lions club show coming to you live from the Jenna Steel Stadium Pavilion. My name is Josh Parrish. I'm going to be chatting to Eva Harrington and Hayley Masidi from our women's team later on in the hour, but I'm delighted to be joined by Nick Dib and Jordan Figon. Jordan. Nick, welcome to the show. Yeah, I couldn't have done that intro. I'm sorry. Yeah, you would have well, loved it, would, but nah, We nearly, we nearly promoted you. you to host before nah, we, we maybe, came on air. Maybe a special episode. Maybe, yeah. maybe one day. Yeah, when I get the sack, <laughs> inevitably. You may have noticed a subtle change in pronunciation there in the intro. For those who listened to the, the game, the call on the weekend versus uh, the show, uh, Jordan, you got some uh, communicado official for the for the supporters on the, on the way your surname is pronounced? Yeah, well, in, in Creole, it's actually pronounced uh, Figon. But yeah, in English, it's uh, Figon. There you go. Is that Perfect. French? Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to help him out. Like, he was getting it wrong every week. It's only been seven <laughs> weeks. <laughs> and here I was thinking you were from, you know, old Mother Island. Here. Yeah, I, I look Irish, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 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 I mean, so we've got two Mauritians in the first team. This yeah, season. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, you don't really see many Mauritians. So, to, you know, to meet them and to play with them. And funny enough, our old men uh, both know each other as well. I think they played together back in the day unbelievable uh, yeah yeah toured Mauritius probably as well you have to check with Marcus but yeah they know each other as well that's amazing uh, I, I didn't know that before I brought it up so that's uh, we should deep dive into that later but uh, Nick welcome uh, be, been a big week for, for you big goal on Wednesday big yeah. roar from the crowd as well that's I don't know if that's as loud as I've ever heard it but it's it's pretty close yeah that was next level that really I don't know I was I could, yeah, if I could experience that every week, I'll tell you what, I definitely would, without a doubt. <laughs> it was something else. I've never, just the, the fans themselves, just, I'd lost it. I, I didn't know where I was at that point. <laughs> I just ran straight to them. I knew what I wanted to go, just straight there. And I, if I can do that every week, I will. Absolutely. you got a bit of a helping hand from the wall, though. I've, got oh, to say, look. I've seen an alternate angle from the crowd. Look, when you're standing over it, yeah, the goalkeeper set his wall up right in front of it, and he couldn't even see me or the ball. Mm. So I was always going round, but he moved out of the way. The ball was going straight round through whatever you want to call it. It's up to you what you want to say. At the end of the day, it's in the back of the net, so I don't, I'm not complaining. I, I'd take credit for it. Exactly. I think I think you could see he was he was thinking about peeling off. Yeah, he just went out to Benji. Lying. Benji was out there wide. Yeah, he was, the, at he was the dummy yeah. run. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll take it. And Jordan... Big weekend for you coming off the pine and scoring two goals against Langrone, helping uh, turn that game on its head and give us three points on the road. Uh, very nonchalant celebration from you. Is that is that your uh, is that just your vibe? Is that your trademark? Yeah, just business, isn't it? Look, anything to contribute to winning the game. That's that's the most important thing. Fortunately for me, I got myself into two good positions. Put the ball in the back, and there we win. Here we go again. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen two more nonchalant finishes from this guy. Yeah, just when neat. That second one was neat. Yeah, just yeah. calm, man. Yeah, I mean, nice and calm. if it hadn't been for all the supporters jumping up in the way of the camera, I, I think we would have had a beautiful angle of that one. But <laughs> just yeah. about saw it uh, pinched through in, into the top corner and uh, mayhem ensued. I mean, you know, you're coming down to, to Preston. What, what had you heard about the club before, before you decided to, to sign on? Um, I heard some pretty positive things about the club. Um, 
it was a number of years ago that I actually got contacted by a couple of other Melbourne teams. Um, so Melbourne was always in the realm of possibility. Um, but when Lou gave me a call and I spoke to Jakey, I started to do a bit of research, uh, me and my dad, uh, about the club and history, the fans and you know what the club stands for. And I've played for a Masso club in Sydney, in Rockdale, and thoroughly enjoyed my time there and thoroughly enjoyed the culture. I've been to Macedonia as well. So, you know, when I was able to come down here and meet Louis and meet Dave and get a tour of the ground, um, it just felt like a really nice fit. And with my job as well coming down here, it just aligned, you know, pretty perfectly. So, you know, it's you know, it's a blessing and um, enjoying being part of the club so far. Absolutely. And uh, what about you, Nick? I know uh, Louis and, and the team had been in contact with you for a while as well. Yeah, yeah, a couple... Uh, maybe last year was the first time I really spoke to Louis. At the time, I was in England. I had no, not no intentions, but I was set where I was. I was I was happy where I was at the time, and um, I always had it in the back of my mind. So if I was going to come home, I'd definitely come to Preston. I, I knew the the culture around. It. I knew the club wants to go, and it was all positive, and I I couldn't go wrong with that. And that was a it was offer at the end of the day that I couldn't couldn't say no to, and. I'm happy to be home, happy to play for a club like this, so yeah. Take take me through a bit of your European journey, because I know you are in the Czech Republic for a while yeah. there, in Prague. Nice yeah. part of the world? Yeah, well, lovely part of the world. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that city. Uh, yeah, I was there for about, from 18 to about 21, and then COVID hit. During that COVID period, I just um, was split between two minds, obviously, like most people in this world, um, and... Um, I knew I was going to get a year off, so I decided to come home, obviously see family that I hadn't seen in a very long time. And then when the time arrived again, I decided to move on again, this time to England. Moved into London, started playing up at North London and playing through those Which divisions. club was it? So I started at um, started a club called Chesant. Mm-hmm. Um, stayed there most, most of the time, and then nearing the end of it, I moved to uh, Dulwich, Dulwich and Hamlet, and then I've come back. Dulwich Hamlet, isn't that the the hipster team? Yeah, the non-league you know, <laughs> non-league, favorite. Non-league favorite, yeah, definitely. Uh, similar similar to uh, this kind of environment as a club, mm. especially fan-wise, like live, breathe it, enjoy it every weekend. Make it their Saturday nights, their Fridays. They get down there, they enjoy it, they get around it with the families, and um, when you score, sh- like that Preston roar, yeah. you know, gets you going. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's why we play. I mean, that's why I love to play. Love hearing that roar. Gets me going and love doing it week in, week out. How does the football compare, I guess, from here to Czech Republic to where you were playing in England? Is it much yeah. different? Oh, um, obviously changes. Uh, I found Czech Republic to be very, very technically very well mm. organised. I mean, players were very... you got players coming from Brazil, all across Europe, South America, and all different cultures, and it was great. Because you got to experience these different types of footballers and enjoy what you love to do with them. You know what I mean? You spend, I mean, same with here, we spend 90% of our lives with our teammates. Mm. So you get to know them in every single way. Um, and, I mean, in terms of football in Prague, was definitely a more technical side of it. A lot of a lot of athleticism to it. A lot of athleticism. Where England was definitely more, you're, you're going to get hit. It was, yeah. it was a more physical Rough game. But you got the odd, like quality player in that midfield who would just control that whole team mm. and um, yeah made non-league especially uh, one of the most difficult places I've ever had to play so um, yeah compared to here of course it's a whole different game altogether um, I think we have a great mix of both I think we have a great mix of uh, obviously talent technically we're quite good and uh, physicality we're definitely not afraid to mm. go in so I think it's got a good mix down here Jordan Want to take me through a bit of your career trajectory? Most of your time at Rockdale, is it? Yeah, most of my time at Rockdale, but a lot of time on the sidelines as well. <laughs> um, some pretty rough injuries uh, along the way. I managed to get myself to the to the states and you know to Cyprus later on. But you know, as a 20 year old, the the doctors are telling me that professional football is probably not the way I can go, given the injuries that I had. So to what, be able what to, were those injuries? If uh, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. So I had two uh, left ACL uh, reconstructions, and then I had two operations on my right knee as well. So yeah. artery, meniscus, and all before I was 20 years old. And that, in football terms, is probably the best, the best period to break through. And I was just breaking through there at um, the youth team at Sydney, 
about to join the first team when that happened. So, mm. you know, it's part of parcel of the game. I managed to get myself back into that professional environment uh, in Cyprus and thoroughly enjoyed that. But then again, you know, 25, my, my knees busted again and ended up coming home and almost packing it in, to be fair. What what made you come back to senior football at, at Rockdale? Um, I think the camaraderie, I think Nick just touched on it there, just to be around teammates. Uh, it's There's no better feeling than, you know, the dressing room and before and after the music's going. It's, you know, it's a great time. Uh, you know, especially now moving to Melbourne to a new state, you almost make 25, 30 friends off the bat, um, which makes it yeah. a lot more easy to, to settle in. So that that was the main thing and as well probably a bit selfish of me but to finish if I'm going to finish my career finish it on my terms as opposed to the injuries mm. uh, dictating what I'm going to do so I was hoping to come down here and have you know a good crack and keep the body fit stay healthy and win the league yeah and I mean how do you feel it's going so far there have been a few bumps along the journey already so far but you know you're in the team you're scoring goals it's you know it seems to be on the upswing yeah 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 so pre-season was a bit rough for me um, but we anticipated that so I was working closely with the, the medical staff and Louis just to bide my time uh, obviously came in I think round two was and I've played pretty much every game since uh, barring this week I had a bit of a week off but it's a long season a uh, long way to go as well so just to make sure that body stays right I'm in a good position at the moment feel okay there's always going to be that pain there but you know, it's just something you've got to deal with, to be honest. And Nick, how did you see the the game on the weekend? Pretty, you know, tough opposition. Goal down at half time. You know, they're proving pretty difficult to break down. Good centre back pair. Yeah, hundred percent. I think um, when we did come in at half time, though, we knew the solution straight away. I think that the whole team understood where they were breaking us down from, where they were killing us from, and it came from there. Their back, their centre backs were dictating play really well, and um, yeah, they were that one dominating through that part of the pitch but um, from our point of view I thought we had the game for majority of it and when we made those subs and even before the subs at that, that half time we became more dominant and decided to fill up those pockets through that midfield play out through the midfield and um, yeah then obviously we made those subs Figs come on Figs was a bit too strong for him up front in my opinion and just started playing WrestleMania yeah <laughs> That's the best way to put it, isn't it? I couldn't put it any other way. Just ragdolling defenders, you know, to make it all look easy. the wrong sport. Yeah, someone's got to do it to me. Someone's got to do it. No one else does. The div doesn't do anything in the middle of the park. No, apparently not. I mean, Figs, you made a a point to me in the post-match chat, a bit of a tactical point about this side starting to embrace a bit more risk, starting to play, I guess, through the lines a little bit more into dangerous areas rather than hitting the channels all the time. Yeah, well... I think um, we're only scratching the surface of the potential of this team, in my opinion. I've you know, been around a long time, I've seen a lot of games, been a part of a lot of teams. Uh, this team has got some really high quality all, all over the pitch. And, you know, Wednesday was a good step, I thought, footballing-wise, mm. uh, to start dominating and dictating the game by playing, you know, decent football. Uh, we took it to Oakley, who are apparently, you know, one of the bigger clubs here in Melbourne. Unlucky, but, you know, we didn't take our chances, they did, and that's just football. Yeah. Second half, I think we built from that game on Wednesday. Um, just getting on the ball and there's you know there's bravery getting into tackles and things like that. There's also bravery wanting the ball and trying to play forward and playing that risky pass because if we're not playing forward and we're not getting in front of goal, we're not going to score. So you know it was good that we did that to, you know in the second half. And, and and even the goal we conceded in the first half comes from a place of trying to play out from the back. Yeah. Trying to you know be true to our principles and occasionally you're going to cop one, but that's, that's yeah. There's no bravery in it without that. That's right. You just I don't think uh, any other coaching staff have bagged anyone for trying to to play. You know yeah. that's the way we want to play. And as you said, there's going to be hiccups and there's going to be mistakes, but we've got enough quality to rectify that. You know, 90 minutes is a long time. If we can just work on our starts and get ourselves ahead, you know, one or two goals, I think we can run away from games as opposed to be fighting through to the end. But, you know, we've shown that we can do we can do the fighting game. It's about time we start showing that we can play some football as well. Nick, you've played in a couple of different midfield roles this season. Is there a position you feel more comfortable in as the pivot or as an aid? Or, I mean, obviously, you'll play wherever you're told, but, yeah, you know, yeah, is, there, yeah. is there something you enjoy more? Uh, not necessarily. I think it's more, obviously, whatever I can do for the team to help us, I will do. Obviously, it's a it's a different position in both. But even when I'm playing quite higher up as an eight, I'm still dropping quite deep to help mm. whoever's playing six, whether that be Roxy or whoever Brady even. Um, but 
I mean, at six, I tend to get uh, get on the ball a little bit more, especially deeper, and just try to move a team as much as possible, trying to dictate more from a six point of view. From an eight point of view, I try to play off the likes of him and trigger more forwards and try to get involved on that third man run through that mm. back and try and play forward as quick as possible where it's a it's a similar position but it's so different in so many ways um, even on the time that you have on the ball it's quite different how you're pressed different and it can it changes what I have to do as a player during that game and um, it usually I usually find out very quickly and try and find the solution as quick as possible because I mean as an eight obviously I think um, you have that little bit more freedom less I don't want to say you don't defend as much you press just as much but you've always got that six safety behind you yeah which helps you play a bit high you can just run off big big man over here and just go <laughs> score goals hopefully break it into the, the box I don't know <laughs> <laughs> still stuck inside mate <laughs> I mean, I, I sometimes ask you to describe your own games and everyone hates doing it. So I'm going to get you to describe each other a little bit. Well, I mean, what do you like about playing alongside this man and uh, and seeing what he does in the midfield? Oh, I don't really like playing with him at nah, all, to be honest. Who would, you know? <laughs> no, nah, look, Div, Div's, um, you can see that he's played, you know, at a, at a very decent level as well. He's very tidy. Uh, he likes to get on the ball. He can turn at a, on the dime. Uh, I think for him, he just needs to back himself. You know, a lot of the young players there have that quality. I was I was just touching on it before. And he's got the quality. You know, if he believes in himself, he can you know take his game to that next level. And yeah, the sky's the limit for for some of these young young players mm-hmm. in there. But you know, there's no better platform than to show it in. You know, for Preston, who you know, big club, fans every week, everyone eyes on Preston. I think it's the perfect place for for a young player who wants to carry on their footballing career so you know it's a pleasure to play with him it's a pleasure to play with alongside a lot of them and what do you pick up off this guy in you know in a training session or in a match that you you see from him where do I begin where do I forget I don't think we've got enough time in the day I don't think so do we want to wrap it up now I'll get a a pen and paper if you like (laughs) I don't think we can do it on this show (laughs) (laughs) nah man Uh, for me it's obviously his experience obviously he's got all the experience in the world for me and um Anything Fig says, I take it on board all the time. So for me, it's just... He's See, he's listening, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I listen, I li- no, I listen to him all the time. I, <laughs> I have to. He's, he knows what he's talking about. He's not a silly man, I'll tell you that. And, um, yeah, it just I think it gives you that... Having him in front of us gives us that little bit more. I'm like, all right, well, if he's moving, I'm going to move. And it just builds everything. He's got that leadership to him that... Oh, man, I don't even know how to explain it. When he talks, I'm, I'm locked in. When he's on the ball... I know that I'm going to get it eventually off him at some point, even if it's back. And it's just a, he's, yeah, he's ex, he's just I can't even explain. He's a different kind of player, man. Different, different. He's not right. He's not right, bloke. Too. Ca- cash afterwards, yeah? yeah. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Straight in the bank. <laughs> nah, yeah, but genuinely, he's he's a baller. And that's all I got to say. I mean, what was it like not having Louis on the touchline the weekend? It's a bit weird for everybody, I think. Yeah. Very. <laughs> yeah, it's it's happened to me before. Um, it is a little bit different, but, you know, we're responsible as players. We have to, you know, when you go out on the pitch, you don't have a coach with you anyway. Mm. So once you step inside that wall, Oh, Louis's pretty loud. He's, he's always... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, still weird, I, I, I you could still, still find him, him somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I could still hear <laughs> he him. He was just the other side of the fence. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, no, you could definitely <laughs> still hear him. But, yeah, once you step inside that pitch, you got to take ownership, man. you got to take some accountability and you got to perform. You know, they can't do it for you. They can, yeah, you know, prepare you the best they can, but... At the end of the day, it's up to the players to, to go out there and do the job. And we did. We won. Yeah. We, we did the job, so we've got to do it again. Well, it was exciting stuff on the weekend, that win. And we've got a big Friday night game coming we do, up. We do. I mean, Nick, you've already spoken a little bit about the fans. I mean, Jordan, what is, what is it like, you know, Friday night home game in front of in front of these supporters? And what would it mean to give them give them a win in, at home this season, which we, we haven't enjoyed so far? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the, the only thing that's escaped us so far. Um Obviously, we play the game for the love of it yeah, and for the team and the camaraderie, as I was saying before, but the the fans come out in numbers, they're, they're, they're incredible. You know, I try and spend as much time as I can after the game or at training if they're here to go and say hello and, you know, just conversate with them and get some understanding of the club before I arrived here. And I don't think there'd be anything better than to, to start winning at home and taking out the title, you know, for, you know, the the people that have been here, you know, I can't put a number on the years, but 
we're doing it for them. You know, we're doing yeah. that for ourselves, but it's you know really important that we do it for them as well. I can tell you the the years of of Preston support in the peanut gallery alongside me when I was while I was doing the commentary. I think people may have heard some of them coming through the effects mic on the weekend. <laughs> I, I had some some uh, surprise co-commentators, but uh, <laughs> the passion in that group yeah. uh, is is absolutely unrivaled. That's what you need to get the mic on. Get a mic out there. Yeah, that's what we need. Get a oh, mic out there during the games. And well, after the goals, they were screaming into my effects mic, uh, so I didn't need to, but. Uh, yeah. Get over there by the stands, get a little mic, hear the and little gossip was going on during the game. And Every and time you make a pass, I'll yeah, tell you what, they're going to hear it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You're going to hear it. Uh-huh. But, and it's it's not, you know, unconditional sport. If if you're not pulling your weight, if they're, if they're not happy with you, they will, they'll let you know too. Yeah, 100%. But I think we all know that as well. Yeah. I mean, in yourselves, you know when you're on and when you're not. Mm. Got to be on all the time. Yeah, well, that's yeah, how it is. Got to go out there and perform. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will be critical of your performance, but you know it's up to you to to dictate that yourself. So you're good one week, you're not good the next week. It's what anyone says is you know pretty irrelevant. Um, sure. Once we get into that dressing room, it's just us. It's just yeah. us and the coaching staff. And no matter what gets said on the outside, we just have to block it out. Obviously, it's, if it's praise, we we accept it. But you know, there's always going to be some negativity. We just got to block that out and then just rectify that. Yeah, absolutely. He's 100 percent right. And at the end of the day, these fans are our our twelfth man. We say it all the time, but it's true. When when we need to knock up, someone needs to tell us. Even though the coaching staff might tell us, man, when you hear that, you know you got to go. You got to be on it with a tackle, finish, pass, whatever it is, and gives you that little boost that you need, especially in late in the game. Mm. And I think it's it's shown recently over the last few games, late in those halves. Yeah. Um, just how much. That support means Brunswick Juve Friday night we played them in pre-season yep um, they've already gone through a coaching change so have they? yeah they have um, uh, I, I keep my eye out for oh, other nice. NPL2 teams so you know they were, they were expecting to be to be promotion contenders again this season uh, what kind of challenge are you expecting from them having having faced them in the in the pre-season Honestly, uh, that preseason game wiped from my memory. I can't even remember it. <laughs> no, I think I think that's the one where Quat scored the solo goal. Oh, that's oh, why yeah. it's blank. Yeah. That's why it's blank. He, he, mentioned oh, he, times, he may yeah, have mentioned yeah. it once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, once or still twice. mentions it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, still <laughs> Well, according it. to Carl, if he does it again this week, Carl will get the same haircut as him. <laughs> <laughs> he said that, but I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> hey, you know, Delano's there to do it straight after the game. He'll bring those to hold him to his word. He'll bring those clippers. But nah, yeah. I think like every team in this league we um we assume that it's always going to be a battle we just go out there and play our own games and um obviously do what's expected of us as a team to to get home those three points yeah who's the, who's the uh the mouthiest in the dressing room on a weekly basis is it quite Oof. no no, 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 not no, no, no not at all um, only when he scores five yeah you <laughs> <laughs> chats the most it depends what we're talking about. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, if you give me a topic, I'll be able to rattle off some plays. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I was just going to say, because Benji's through in the comments, uh, you, you and he? Benji firm friends already are. Did you know each other before? Yeah, no, Benji and I, um, oh, I've got a good relationship with a lot of players. Benji and I are a little bit closer because, you know, during that preseason, we were both on that rehab group mm. and uh, we spent a lot of time together and he was someone I, I leaned on, you know, to get a bit more information about the club and what happened last year and what their intentions are this year and... He's a, he's a good chap, that one. Feisty little bugger, I'll tell you. Yeah, Pocket he, rocket. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want getting stuck in for his size. Well, I've got to remind him that he's small and that you know, he <laughs> can't do much. But he, he knows you're there to back him yeah, off yeah, if yeah. you need. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> if it's worth my time. <laughs> I swear he was immune from bookings on the weekend, uh, at least in the first half. I, oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe. I mean, he was fortunate to get the ball on a few of those occasions, yeah. but yeah. my goodness, he was... To be fair to him, he did win the ball for yeah. the majority of the times. Yeah, it was just the way the challenge was itself. <laughs> it was like it's sometimes the you need you need that you mm. need someone to, to do something like that. You know, and he's you know the first one to put his hand up if you know things get tough to get stuck in. You know, and he's a captain, so when we're, when we're down and we need that physicality yeah. and that momentum shift, just even going into halftime, I think you put a hit on it was. You know, quite a solid hit that the ref just called it at half time and I think that was just a bit of a mm. kick up our our butts as well and we came out yeah. with that in the second half. So 100%. you can't fault him for that. 
No problems with it. Yeah. Nah. Well, when you see it from a skip, it just it's it's a little bit of a motivator to go. Yeah. He's doing it. Next thing you know, fix his bodying people on the side. Yeah, I try to do it calmly, but yeah. I try not to get too aggressive. Well, it's not no. so obvious when you're putting your, your weight about. Whereas when we from Benji when he goes in like yeah, he that, just it's, goes. it's just you know it's a little he's giving the game away already. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I try to disguise it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Make it look effortless, cool. Make it look nice. You disguise it. They're not disguised yeah. on the floor, though, are yeah. they? <laughs> <laughs> That's not my fault. So, okay. It looks cool. So, what's your like background? Um, why is it you in? Are you Melbourne boy or? Yeah, yeah. So you got yeah. your family down here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm a West boy, so I live in Sunbury. So I've been here all my life. It's a footballing family too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, Nathan. Is he? Um, well, some of the supporters might not even know Nathan because we haven't seen him this season no, with, his, with his injury. Yeah. But he's still, he still is, still comes to every yeah, game. He, he's here at every game. He's cropping along. He was on crutches. He's not anymore. So he's finally got off him. Yeah, finally, finally. So hopefully he can start some rehab soon. And um, yeah, he can start moving. Did you come up through the same, you know, ranks together or uh, same bit, clubs uh, and stuff? It's slightly different. Um, I think we both came through a youth system at an A-League club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both had Nathan's, obviously. He went through Western. I went through Cities. Um, and then, obviously, I've had that uh, the overseas experience. And um, Nathan, well, as soon as he got to about 18, he started playing senior football in PL. So yeah. um, he um, didn't choose to take that path, whether you want to call it choose or whatever, how his path is. You never know. It's always an option. Um, but, yeah, and now he's here and he's... I mean, he's happy to be here. I think he's a, he's a bit down at the moment, obviously being injured, but like anyone knows, it's not the greatest feeling in the world. But he's still part of it. He's still part of it. And, and you know, good, goodness knows we've got a lengthy injury list, so he's got plenty of people to keep him company yeah, at the I moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. Struggling. I know. Hey, but, um, yeah. we've, got a pretty, we've got the deepest squad in the whole league, so that probably... Probably even That's where it comes out. in handy right yeah. now, right? <laughs> yeah, it I'm, does help. I'm, see, I'm, the reason I ask is I'm fascinated by you know, sporting brothers and how the kind of upbringing works and whether the, I don't know, sibling rivalry in the backyard drives you on a little bit more. Does it have a role to play? It probably did when you when we were a bit younger, but, I mean, we've all been, we've been pretty close. I don't know, do you have a brother or sister? Sister. Oh, there you younger. Go. Uh, yeah, no, She's nowhere near football, don't worry. No? All right, sweet. <laughs> um, we've never, yeah, we've never been those brothers to clash. Definitely one of those, you know, classic two brothers at home. Doorways, the goals. Yeah. Whoever scores goes in goals, kind of thing in the house. Get in trouble, sort of thing. But um, never, never too competitive between us two. I think the age gap, because mm. it's about it's four years. Right. So the age gap between us, I think, stopped that, if you will, mm-hmm. if you want to say that. Um, but in terms of come ups, like in terms of through our ranks, we both did the similar things. Played at NPL clubs, probably, um, through the years, and then obviously, yeah, like I said, played through that youth system. Both had different experiences through that youth system, obviously, and um, both chose to take our paths how we please, I guess. Yeah. So, and I mean, the future for you, like, you're looking forward next year. Fingers crossed, national second division. Yeah, of course, that's the, that's the goal. But like I said, when when I come to this club, the positivity around it and the the direction that it's going in is is just so appealing, and that's just another reason to add to how good Preston is as a club and we just got to say from the whole of the club we're so proud of our supporters over the, the past week the the passion the, the being standard bearers for the club uh, it's been um, yeah really a really proud week for us on and off off the pitch and we do have some exciting announcements to share in the coming weeks some uh, some new infrastructure upgrades and new proposals that are that are coming so uh, keep an eye out on the socials for that and in a couple of weeks I might be getting the big man El Presidente on to talk us through what the uh, the future of this uh, of this ground might look like but uh, Nick Dib Jordan, Jordan Figgin Figong, sorry. Someone needs to start coming on here and questioning him. Yeah. Yeah, his job's we, up. Yeah. We need, you need, I'm telling you, you need a different. We should do like a conspiracy theory episode or something. Yeah. Okay. You guys start your own little, watch uh, little watch podcast. We, we should stream a game or the form. I reckon this would be sick for Formula Ones. Yeah. yeah. I reckon Forrester would do good in that position. Yeah. Oh, I can't understand a word he says. <laughs> That'd be. Oh, I'll get him and Bal on the same one. <laughs> Like, you, oh, and Patch. Actually, you totally incomprehensible. You don't realize we how, need subtitles. Yeah, you don't really, you don't realize how funny he is until he starts texting you because that's when you can, <laughs> you can understand it. Because other than that, I could just over the head that one. God. 
You guys watching the GP on the weekend? Oh, uh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I loved it. I actually really wanted to go, but didn't get a chance. Didn't even get a ticket. It was apparently it was Yeah, we full. had Jake and I had tickets for Saturday, so we were spewing. Yeah. I would have loved to have gone, but, you know, if I'm here next year, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, everyone's definitely. going crazy for it all of a sudden. Is it just because of the Netflix? Uh, that's for me, yeah. yeah. That's how I started getting into it was the, the documentary. Because these boys, as soon as they put the headsets on, they're pretending to be F1 drivers. All the rest of us, we pretend to be footballers, but they're already footballers. No, it was Box Lewis. No, I always liked it. Uh, I think my granddad was into it, so I used to watch it at night, obviously. And then, yeah, Netflix came out and made it even better, didn't it? Yeah. See... I I, te- I tend to isolate myself from results. So then when I watch the Netflix, there's no spoilers. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, it's, nice, it's, it's nice. new every time. I did tune in for the the crash at the end. Like what? A, I swear half the broadcast is just cars crashing, and the rest of it yeah. is explaining the rules about what what we do What's now wrong here? after yeah, the cars yeah. crash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll take a break. Uh, enough F1 chat. We've got the uh, senior women's players Haley Mercedes and Eva Harrington coming up to talk about a famous win against Calder United. So stick around here on the lines, then Jordan, Nick. Thanks for your time, boys. Cheers, bud. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Cheers, man. You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Lion's Den, live from the Jenna Steel Stadium Pavilion. My name is Josh Parrish, and it's time to talk MPLW with two of our senior women's players who starred in Friday night's win over Calder United, the reigning champions. Hayley Mercedes, Eva Harrington, welcome back. Thanks for having us. I mean, it's great to have you both on after such a, a fantastic result against the team that has been the dominant force in Victorian women's football for some years now. I looked it up. The first time they lost back-to-back games since 2017. So pretty significant pretty significant win. I think I was playing there at that time, actually, in <laughs> <Yeah>. 2017. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a big win. It's good. It was your MPLW debut. Ah uh, well, no, I played no, no, I played at Calder two or couple okay. of games there. So Dan was wrong. What he told me was wrong. Okay, fair enough. He's no. usually wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I played majority nineteens there, but yeah, then I made I think twice. I came on yep. off the bench, but yeah. So uh, what about you, Eva? Had you played at that level before? Um, not in seniors. Played MPLW. We actually played yeah, together. At yeah. Calder. <laughs> at Calder. So there's <laughs> quite a few ex Calder girls in the team that, that knocked them off on Friday, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's that, a couple. Does that uh, make it any more significant for you that you, you beat them? Or? Oh, 100%. We had um, talks, our old coach on the sidelines, so it was good to have him there and just get the win. <laughs> and you were playing uh, against a teammate from last season as well, doing a, a pretty good marking job on, on Kiwa. Yeah. Oh, when I saw her in the lineup, I was like, oh, here we go. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I held her up. She was, uh, you know, she ha- she's very competitive. She's, yeah. you know, probably faster than I am, but um, she's mostly a wide player um, and she was playing quite narrow. So, yeah, I think it was a little bit different for her, but, you know, we did the job. It was uh, you two in, in tandem. So she <laughs> yeah, got, she got past Haley. <laughs> you were there waiting for her. Is that something you discussed at all pre-game, the, the plan for... I literally so said to Eva, I was like, well, if she gets past me, she's all yours, so, <laughs> so you better control her. <laughs> Definitely something we did look and at training at look at at training as well so yeah something we <laughs> definitely discussed <laughs> and how have you adapted, I guess to your you know role in the back three this season? Yeah, I think okay um Daniel's happy with my performance on Saturday, oh Friday, sorry. Um, so yeah, I think it's going well. I prefer playing like out wide where Haley plays on the fullbacks mm. and the running. But yeah, hopefully I can maybe <laughs> give you a run for your money one day. <laughs> but um, no, centre back, like central centre backs. I think going okay. So yeah. I mean, Friday probably wasn't the game for it, no. but in a back three. You know, you've probably got a little bit more opportunity to, to carry the ball forward and, and get forward when you know yeah. when we've got possession and when we're on top as well. Yeah, definitely driving into that mid and yeah, creating some forward passing, which yeah. we tried. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was hard for me. We're playing as a wing back. Um, we've only been training in that in the last you know six or eight weeks, I guess. And I'm traditionally a nine or a number you know seven or eleven, so it was a big change for me. And um, 
Liv had to, you know, give me a few tricks, <laughs> tips and tricks inside her position. But um, no, I think we did okay considering yeah. we got the win. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely did. And I was going to say, it was, you know, your performance is quite striking because it's the first time I've seen you, you know, track back and defend and play oh. in your own half the whole game. Jeez, that's a bit big. <laughs> I did, I did. No, I tried. I was so nervous before the game. I knew that I was playing in that position. So I, yeah, didn't really know. I had to kind of work my ass off during training the weeks prior and, um, you know, getting digging a bit because I after I did my ankle, I was kind of a bit hesitant mm. going to those tackles. So, yeah, it was kind of something to prove for me. Yeah, and you you certainly proved it out there. I mean, how's the adjustment been in terms of the fitness and covering all that ground as a wing back? Because it you know you don't have the the rolling subs that we used to, and it's a pretty demanding role physically. Probably the most demanding role. Yeah. I mean, well, considering I went down in the 67th minute with cramps, um, look, I was I consider myself, you know, quite fit, but yeah, I, it was massive on that massive pitch. You kind of don't know mm. what to expect, and we're, they're such a defensive team, so they go in pretty hard. And there was a lot of running, you know, up and down that wing, coming narrow, going wide. So, yeah, as I said, it's a lot of fitness, but we'll get there. Yeah, but she smashed it anyway, so that's the most important thing. <laughs> I paid her to say that. Hey, you, you you made the team of the week, so you did something right. Exactly. Yeah, I think um they got a bit confused with me and someone else, but um potentially, I mean, me and Liv go head in head, so they kind of thought put her in, put Haley in. Got to do what you got to do. Well, I can reveal that uh, even though I don't pick the positions, the commentators do vote for the team of the week. So. Ah, so, so it's you. Well, it's not my He's fault. I, I didn't. I didn't put you in central midfield. <laughs> It was like 50, I, I can, him. I, <laughs> I can confirm it wasn't a, t- a case of mistaken identity. There Sunny. you go. That's fine. <laughs> I no think worries. you're just listed as like a midfielder next to your name. So yeah, send me it. I don't know. Wherever it fits, yeah. That's right. fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, uh, next week, Southern United. Is yes. this, you know, sort of e-marked as a, as a winnable game? Yeah, I think they're a pretty strong team in regards to they're a lot bigger than us I think um, in, like they got a lot of tall and you know stocky girls we're quite small and fast feisty little team that we've got but um, although this year we've got a few little strikers that have come in there with the tackles Hendo for example but um, no I think it's going to be a really tough game going away and um, you know 6pm Saturday night game not ideal but you know got to do what you got to do uh, yeah I think it'll be a tough one but hopefully we'll get the win and come home I mean, Eva, what did you make of all the slide tackling that was going on on Friday? It was the, it was the weather for it. It was the weather for it. I mean, Hendo the was, pitch was probably just perfect condition for it as well, so she took advantage <laughs> of that. And why not? Cammy <laughs> uh, is probably less well timed, but uh, yeah, n- no less impactful. <laughs> no, she's uh, she does her thing and she gets away with it, so we'll take that too. <laughs> what's what's Cammy like in training? Is she always like that switched she, on and intense? She. I think she's verbally switched on all the time. She's such a good support in, um, you know, encouraging all the girls, especially the younger ones. I think they really look up to her. She's got so much experience and knowledge behind her that she's just presentable every single time. Um, so, yeah, she's really good to have around in training and games, you know. We've got to sometimes push her to get those feet running. But, um, <laughs> no, she does her job when she needs to, and she did it on the weekend, and that's all we needed. Yeah, and put her foot through that one after yeah. she missed the first time. No, that's fine. As long as she gets one, that's all we need. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a pretty venomous strike in off the crossbar. Yeah, we loved it. You're gonna uh, you're planning to unleash any of those from the from the back post if you can get in the box. I mean, if I get up front, you know, potentially. Uh, but you know, I'm not uh, getting ahead of myself. I'm taking it day by day, and you know, we'll see how we go. Well, I mean, if you get into crossing areas, you have got two number nines to aim for this season so you got yes. you got numbers you got targets obvious targets in the penalty area with the crosses at least yeah correct no our training it's been working we've been doing it every time it just seems a bit different I think when you have that pressure not knowing how the opposite team defends or plays it's a bit different to training when we know our team and how they'll defend um, I was saying to Dan that I felt pretty confident going in being able to get the ball across to the girls but in the game it was so different I felt like I didn't even get past the halfway line <laughs> half the time but there was a, were a couple in the second half before I went down. Um, but yeah, we did what we could. It was, it was funny looking back at the the highlights because I, in the moment, I felt, oh, this is backs the wall stuff. You know, maybe it's that recency bias of remembering like the last five minutes or whatever. But then you actually go and look at the scoring chances and the the, the shots and everything, and it's, you know, most of the shots are from from Calder's perspective are outside the box like you limited yeah. their the quality of their their opportunities they only had three I think when we were doing analysis on Monday they only had three proper shots on goal so yeah. considering you know their track record and what they've done I think you know we did pretty well to defend yeah no I agree 
I think defensively we were very strong <laughs> in that game. So, yeah. Do, do you think you held the line a little deep at times, or was that just needs must during the game? No, one hundred percent. That was <laughs> something that we. That was a leading question. <laughs> that was something we discussed at halftime. I mean, I think for us, we just wanted that win, and we were sitting, you know, quite deep, just knowing that we didn't want anything. We didn't want to give them anything. But um, yeah, we did discuss it at halftime to kind of relax and get a bit, a bit more possession on the ball. We'll, rushing but I think yeah. that was just the stress and anxiety of it all you know we really didn't want to lose at home and um, yeah we gave it everything we could and yeah I think next time well as, at training we've been focusing more on that position how we can kind of bring it out from the back so yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely I mean Eva you've I guess seen the the change in the team over the off season and preparing for this year and um, coming up to like and uh, preparing for a new level what, what have you been uh, I guess surprised by actually going into these games and playing against these these opponents in proper football. Is there anything that is is different about MPLW compared to last year? Um, I wouldn't say anything is like necessarily different. I think just in terms of our group, like we're definitely bringing like not that we weren't last year, but we're definitely bringing like the energy more than we were last year. Mm. I think I'm not sure if it was ever discussed, but like we did like a little bit of like energy and like motivation goal into, setting yeah like the goal setting kind of goals I think it's, it's probably harder to be as switched on for games that you know you're winning yeah like cricket score lines mm, yeah. I think the standard obviously is lifted yeah. quite a bit we were a good team playing in a very you know average but good league last year yeah. and now we're a good team playing in a really good league this year so I think the standard we've just got to lift that extra mm. step um, and I think it's just a matter of getting everyone to set their own goals and team mm. goals as well but um, yeah we've done a little bit of that there's a bit of, been a bit of discussion here and there so yeah maybe we've got to do a you know a class meditation class <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have any goals that you've been set or set for yourself this season or, or for the team um, I don't know. Like, we definitely have team goals, as we discussed. But um, I guess, yeah, just to be the best I can be and do as much as I can when I'm on the field and even off the field. Like, even if you are on the bench, like, still being, like, motivating and encouraging everyone and, like, keeping that positive attitude for everyone as well. So, yeah, just being the best I can be on and off the bench. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think top four is something we've discussed yeah. as a whole, Um, you know, we just got to be a bit realistic, you know, top, you know, two or three could be there too. But, um, yeah, I think top four as a whole is something that we're, you know, driving for. And, yeah, individually for me, it's more keeping my body, you know, right and confidence, I guess, as well to kind of get back in that, um, you know, starting 11 week on week. So, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. And where's, where's the ankle at at the moment? Are you still kind of nursing it at all or are you 100%? <laughs> I think I play on it a bit now, but um, it's been, yeah, it's probably been a good 18 months where I, you know, have been okay. But um, I definitely know that the confidence in going into those hard tackles still isn't quite there. You know, Dan tells me that it's in my head, but I don't think it is. I think it's just a matter <laughs> of me just trying to just do it at the time. Um, I think getting that game practice is where it needs to be and, like, in trainings, going in hard there with our girls but um yeah it's it's definitely strong it's it's fine it's just um it feels you know different you know tricks and turns and stuff that I do sometimes I'm like oh was that my ankle and is it okay even tonight I went down at some point um but I'm still taping it in you know week in and week out but I'm slowly gonna try and like you know get off that so yeah yeah and I guess in in terms of you know the the cramps and everything we saw everyone going down at the end of the game you know it was a bit comical after a while but <laughs> it was on the one hand an indication of how much work everyone put in that particular game yeah you can put it like that yeah <laughs> that's a, probably the positive spin on the on the negative side i guess how do you how do you see out 90 minutes without that sort of crisis scenario i mean the obvious thing is you know building fitness but did the i guess bye week affect friday at all do you think i think we had um quite a heavy load that week we trained the night before so obviously we played Friday night we trained on Mm -hmm. Thursday night and it wasn't super hard or anything but I think um we had um yeah a load week that week well it seems that way anyway well Um, definitely with the buy with the buy we had had increased our load to you know the equivalent of having had played a game so yeah I think 
maybe even a little bit more. <laughs> we just, just had a get, few. Get that magnesium yeah. in the mustard in. I don't know if that's a you know an actual <laughs> thing that happens, but might might be of, a little placebo that they're yeah definitely know, made me a bit sick after that. But, um, <laughs> Pickle juice, mustard. Yeah, no, you have a whole hot I'm dog not, if, uh, not if you're not here careful. For it. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think they thought it was a bit of a tactic holder, but I dead set like we all went down. Just one by one, like a domino effect. <laughs> You're getting the accusations of time wasting, were you? Well, I, I swear I said to like my fullback at the time, oh no, Liv, I said, I said, mm-hmm. tell him, I think I've got 10 minutes left in me because my calf was about to go. And then the next cycle I went into, I was rolling on the floor. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think... I mean, it's Liv, no joke. Like, people talk about it like it's nothing, but it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never had, never had anything like it in a game. I mean, you get it in your sleep and stuff, but that was next level. And still lingering on during the week and... Um, yeah, getting a few needles in there, so hopefully that does the job. And uh, the camaraderie in the group, I mean, I, I shot that, uh, you know, mic'd up video with Danny very early in the season when there was a lot of new faces in there and trained together for for too long and it just seemed like everyone were, you know, of firm friends. Yeah, I think, um, as I said, year on year we have heaps of girls coming in, heaps of girls coming out, but this year we've got such a vibrant team that it's so so weird it, like there's some girls that <laughs> it's so weird you know, they're all so friendly it's yeah I don't know you've got Hendo and you've got um, you know I can't even Delaney, think of Delaney, Delaney oh my god she's come from America yeah. we call her our little um, you know Queen America and she's come in just like one of our sisters now it's mm. so um, Rachel Gillies you know she's away at the moment but she's you know it's like she's never left um, yeah it's just strange we've got such a good tight knit um, group and um so much depth on and off the pitch so yeah it's been good to see and hopefully it continues on throughout the year I mean a lot of players talk about the I guess locker room culture as a, as a motivating factor behind why they enjoy it so much is that the case for you Eva as well or yeah definitely and like as Haley said so many like personalities and everyone's so again vibrant and just yeah. motivated engaged and like yeah it's it's awesome and it is something that keeps people coming I think so yeah, yeah. I mean, we got the karaoke there this this season in the change room, so hopefully um, <laughs> we can get a few of the quieter girls out, for, like Eva. Myself. <laughs> yeah, get Hendo to sing a Valerie, was it? Yeah. <laughs> God, SA girls, no idea. Do, do you guys hang out outside of training and stuff, or do you see too much of each other? Nah, we're just unprofessional athletes, so we usually <laughs> like to keep it professional. Uh, no. <laughs> We do. We do. Um, no, we do hang out outside where Daniel lets us. Yeah. Um, we try our best to organise, you know, team dinners where we can. We probably need to try a bit harder than we mm. do, to be honest. But um, we just got very busy lives. Mm. I, I have to say, I'm a little bit worried about Dan this season because he he Same. might he might go nuts about his his tactical analysis and his preparation. You know, with all these big games coming up against storied opponents he'll be going through the archives three years think, of footage yeah I think we've just tried to keep, you know stay away just let him do his thing yeah. um, he can you know give us what he wants when he wants but it's more yeah just you do you and um, yeah just tell me what to do out on the pitch and we'll do it I mean do you, do you go through all the all the notes that he gives you on your VO or I mean we all go through them I'm pretty sure or at least look at them yeah. and have a look at what he's communicating to us but do you yeah. remember them when you're out on the pitch i mean some situations you can always be like oh like this is what he's talking about but yeah. like it's there's so many situations sometimes that it's i feel like it's impossible to remember every single one he doesn't <laughs> really give us a choice we, the, the yeah. emails that come through <laughs> <laughs> i've almost blocked it but um no <laughs> on monday nights we do analysis so yep. we yeah it's it's there if we haven't seen it prior to the monday mm. session then um he'll definitely go through it and yeah all jokes aside it does help mm. but um he's actually given us the opportunity to tag him in um <laughs> the videos you know to ask what we should be doing here or there but um yeah that might be a little bit fun mm. I think I think you should tag him in the video when you can hear him yelling at the, the fourth official or whatever, and oh, say, "Damn!" All his know, yellow cards. And see how many red cards <laughs> you get this year. <laughs> you know, he's on the fines list, dis- so that's all that matters. Issue, yeah. He's on the fines list this season, so that's all that matters now. <laughs> who's who's uh, who's the worst offender so far? I think it's Miss Rachel, to be honest, Miss Sturts. But you know, if she pays him, is one thing. We don't, <laughs> not really sure. But no, uh, she actually is the most. Th- we've got uh, the three Ds, who are the fine coordinators yeah. we'll mm-hmm. call them um, and yes we've got it up in the change room at the moment with uh, 
a spreadsheet. So we've got to write in there whose names and stuff. So yes, I think. Um, so is that that's not Liv's spreadsheet this time? No, no. For once, Danny, Danny, this time, <laughs> Liv had to step down for time. <laughs> I thought she was the spreadsheet queen of the she team. She usually yeah, pre-season is. trips and she so, usually just, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pre-season trips. Yeah. And uh, if people want to get down to your game this weekend, give us the details. Give us the sell. Give, get some uh, Preston support on the road. We had a nice uh, vocal home crowd on, on Friday and a great rendition of the team song, I have to say. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's 6 p.m. Um, Clyde yeah, North. Yeah. It's Clyde North. You've got no idea. I'm going to read it. No, it's in Clyde North. It's in Clyde it's North, a, yeah. 6 p.m. Get down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's 5.45 for starters. Same, same. <laughs> 3.45 p.m. kickoff for the under-19s. How are the under-19s going, by the way? So good. They're so such strong. quality. Yeah. They're so strong and they're so they're such good girls. Like, they're all so young. I don't mm. remember really being that young in the 19s, but, um, yeah, the personalities on them is hilarious. And I've, they're such a different team to what we had in our resis last year. I mean, last year's team were great, but this year they've all come from, like, that NTC kind of... Mm youth victory situation in there so there's so much quality where they could easily step up um you know we've had lani who's 14 sitting on the bench for seniors she she actually made her debut in round one um so that's amazing and yeah no we're so happy for them they're Mm. such little guns and they definitely run us out on out there because they're so much fitter but um we'll show them yeah (laughs) Well, I was I was actually very impressed while I was sort of setting up my gear. I was watching a bit of the, the under-19s match beforehand on Friday. And, and yes, they went down to a very, very, very good Calder-19s team, which is always strong. But there was a big huddle afterwards, and there was a big, you know, you know, we didn't get the result, but we played so well. Yeah. We dominated. Make sure we take this performance. It was a very stirring, yeah. like, mm. Stephen Gerrard-style speech. And I'm like, how old are these girls again? Like, mm. yeah. 15? Yeah, no, the attitudes <laughs> on them is incredible. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, very, very lucky to have them. Well, the future is bright here at Preston. And, uh, yeah, get down and support the uh, the senior women on Saturday against Southern United. 5.45 p.m. kickoff at Salandra Recreation Reserve. If you want to come watch the 19s, 3.45 p.m. Hayley, Eva, thank you so much for joining me once again here on the Lions Den. Pleasure. No problem. Thank, thank you. you. Good night. Preston. Preston. Here post City. It's in. And again, Warren Speak has a hand. out with the ball. Barishevich destroyed. Oh, oh, what a goal. Get out of here. That is outrageous. Stop. Carl Barishevich. Get around it. Writes his name in Preston folklore. It's the winner. What a great goal by Kukuleski. The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. The Preston Lions are the Premiership champions. Skidarevich. Bell! It's there! Preston have done it! Through ball for Spink. He's in the box. Back for Cole. Cole square. Here's a chance for Smith. Smith, yes, it's there. Spink, Cole, Smith. Smith doing the damage. 1-0.